Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to welcome the beautiful Hara as she brings us into a deeper appreciation for the knowledge that we can share. Thank you so much for welcoming me into the space. This is such an honor, deep, deep honor to be here. Um, before we begin, actually, can I invite all of us just on a, a little exercise today? Yes, please. And lead us into a very deep sense so we can all gain a, a greater perspective right now. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm really excited for this. Okay. So, um, you know, I am an embodiment coach and ceremonialist as well. So a lot of the things when I come into podcasts and different summit talks and all these things, I like to take you through the experience as well. So right now, I just want to invite us to, um, if you're listening to this, uh, wherever you are, if you're able to get on your feet, I would invite you to get on your feet. And for us, maybe we can just kind of like shake our bodies a little bit, do a little shakes. It might sound a little bit through the, the audio, but boom, just literally shaking your body, shaking any excess energies and tuning into your breath. Don't forget to shake the bottom half of your body, your torso your chest, and maybe even moving the follicles of your hair on your head. Just really inviting yourself back into your body, loosening your limbs, loosening your body, and tuning into your breath. And once you're ready, you can begin to maybe take a seat into the stillness, or maybe if you're driving or you're walking, you can just tune into your presence. Eyes closed if possible. If not, that's okay as well. Just simply noticing your breath. Without any fixing, any shifting. Just observing your breath. Just taking a notice to see if it's shallow, if it's short, if it's deep, long. And now I want you to feel into the surface where you're sitting on or the surface you're walking on or maybe the seat of your car. Wherever you are, just tuning into the surface that supports you right now. Feeling into the ability to lean on those surfaces and be supported by the earth. And start to deepen your breath. Slowing down your breath each time, deepening that breath all the way down to your pelvic floor. And slowing down your exhale each time. Again, you don't have to have your eyes closed for this, but simply just tuning into the present moment, into your body.
Deepening that breath all the way down to your pelvic bowl, expanding your lower belly. And if you haven't already, inhaling through your nose, exhaling slowly through your mouth. And at this time, I'm going to ask you to place one hand on your heart space and your chest and one hand above your womb space, your lower belly. The monarch temple is very much heart and womb centered. It's built upon the pillars of unconditional love and creativity, your creative space, which is the womb, the hara. As you deepen your breath, breathing into the fullness of your breath, feeling your lower belly rise. Again, slowing down your exhale. And with each breath, start to welcome yourself into the space. Calling all parts of you back home into your body. From the day, from the errands, from the chores, whatever it is that you're thinking about. Calling yourself into your body, deepening that breath, deepening your presence. And welcome yourself back into your body and to the now and to the present moment. And begin to invite yourself to slowly calibrate to the external environment. Slowly open your eyes. It's extremely important to take time and space to bring yourself back to the external reality. As we're letting our nervous system know that it is safe to be here by doing so slowly. And thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, thank you, and for joining me on that little exercise. <laughs> thank you. That was wonderful. That was very much needed for me, <laughs> especially right now. But this was um, just a pleasure to get a taste of that um, really grounding really grounding energy that's often sometimes missed. A lot of people miss that energy, you know, and to channel that is so beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing that. I'm really grateful that I got to share that. Um, yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. It is so important for all of us to kind of um, take time to allow ourselves to slow down in our days, right? Because we move, around, we move along so fast nowadays, especially you know, if, if you're in the East Coast specifically, because I know that was where I was from in New York, I was a nurse. Um, so it became, you know, can you guys hear my cat, by the way? She's, yes. <laughs> should I let her in? <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I think it's really important for us to take those moments because ultimately 
when we're moving on the fast lane, you know, we miss things um, in our presence. Yes. And especially with the grounding, with the new moon currently in Aries, it's a very turbulent time where, you know, we do feel kind of these shifts happening. Um, And I've been feeling this rebirthing for a while. And especially with it being the astrological new year, we're going into Aries season. It's really exciting to see how people are almost coming out of their shell and experimenting with different different things and just seeing how they can live their lives more consciously. So when I, you know, came across your work as well, it was such a beautiful example of that because being an embodiment coach is a beautiful thing in helping people, especially women really get deeper into who they are. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Oh my God. This brings me so much joy. Um, And yeah, I'm happy that more and more people seem to feel the calling into this type of work and this type of journey right because again you know embodiment is all about being able to I feel like what's important is like embodiment is being able to feel safe in our bodies and have such a relationship with our body that we know um, how to tend to ourselves deeper because ultimately when we know ourselves in that way and know our body and get to tend to it and have this beautiful relationship with it that is loving and trusting we get to really create the reality that we want from a place of wholesomeness instead of it just being, you know, whatever it is, like conditioned in society. And a lot of us hold trauma. And um, like before this call, I was mentioning to you that one of the things that came up to me um, around this airy season in general was, again, just also a further, not only a further rebirthing of the monarch temple, and it's actually brought me about to how do you say this, the origination of the monarch temple. It's actually funny. I used to be branded the genderless witch and that was, yeah. So that was kind of the origination of the monarch temple before it became to be what it is now. And it originally, um, you know, we really conveyed this message around the importance of womb healing, the healing our creative space and the relationship we have with our bodies. Um, regardless of our gender representation because ultimately even womb healing in itself every gender has a womb and that's something we can talk about deeper as well of course so yeah that's beautiful it's a really important because the shift that I've been seeing collectively is really you know so much that the embodiment is needed it's you know you're kind of being faced with I've you know seen this with the people I've worked with that really they're being tested time and time again to get out of the head and into the body and especially into that womb space and connecting with their sexuality on the deeper terms of like pleasure and identifying that for what it is. And that has been a really reoccurring theme of just, you know, where things have shown up where people, you know, they have no other choice but to embody, you know, that experience. And then they're kind of forced into their body through a traumatic experience. But then again, that leads to healing. Um, So that's been a theme as well. So that's, again, what really drew me into your work and seeing everything, all your content, because you really express that, that need to feel safe in your body. And that's a really important thing that so many of us were not even taught as children. 
Yeah. Oh my God. A hundred percent about that. A fellow sister recently, Shaya, um, Haya, she had mentioned something that I thought was really interesting and important, you know, where when we're in school and we have the thing called physical education, we're taught how to compete and how to pick teams and to think about like what kind of mentality that's been teaching our society, but we're not taught in school and how do you, how do you feel safe in your body? How do we actually take good care of this body? So I think it's really important to bring these things to light now as we expand as a collective, like, yeah, there's a greater calling for us to feel safer in our body. And you brought upon sexuality and a lot of people think, you know, sexuality, it's like this cosmopolitan thing, like have your orgasm in the bedroom or whatever it is. It's just, yes, it's it's all of that too. And that's a big part of the monarch temple. And something that I do want to offer forth is this concept around our sexual energy is our creative energy, right? It's the our sensuality is the way we exchange information with the universe through our senses. And that's something that I want to I love to call it sensual intelligence, like sensorial intelligence. How do you harness the information through your body by harnessing your sen sensory experiences? Because a lot of the times you mentioned, like a lot of people are pushed into the healing because they're triggered by a traumatic experience. And that's something that's also really, that's important to bring up. And, and that's important to acknowledge as well that a lot of us do, you know, there, there's this, <sighs> There's room to expand around that, that you get to also heal and recalibrate to receiving pleasure, love and abundance in your body and feel safe with that. Because a lot of the times, because our body is so conditioned by trauma in multiple different ways and the origination of healing oftentimes come from a traumatic um, experience, this is kind of an invitation to allow yourself to nourish the relationship that you have with your soul, mind, body, sexuality, sensuality, all parts of you back into wholeness because that's what makes us human, right? All, all these things, not just the one thing over the other. Um, so yeah, wow, you brought up a lot. <laughs> oh, and that, that was amazing what you said because it really does come down to that sensual, that sensual pleasure that we feel, you know, and embracing our senses as a human. Um, Cause that, you know, that also brings to mind for me, that idea of sustainable pleasure where what we're doing is, you know, it's pulling us through for the long haul. It's not just quick and fun. Like it's something that's much more sustainable where we're connecting on a much human level to each other and to ourselves. Yeah, holy crap, you just brought up a term that I love so much, sustainable pleasure. <laughs> I love that term. Um, yeah, holy crap. Okay, so yeah, like, okay, I need a moment after that. <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, I really do believe in that, like sustainable pleasure landed so deeply for me because I feel like a lot of society, we have a tendency to bulldoze through things like everything has to be fast 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 it's like this amazon prime culture in all the ways and the truth is like healing doesn't just happen overnight and even with the monarch temple a recent rebirth <laughs> that the monarch, monarch temple is always evolving it's its own oracle it's its own entity it has its own agenda it's really amazing to be able to channel the oracle in itself and 
something that I'm realizing, you know, that with the way that we are as a collective right now, there's a greater, deeper calling to integrate these ancient practices of tantric principles and practices into everyday living. And I love that you brought up the concept around like sustainable pleasure. It's it's amazing because what I've been receiving lately is that the monarch temple is going to carry out this medicine through little simple shifts in the way that we get to tap into our sensual energy and our sexuality, our creativity, because that's going to ultimately be what works in 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 sense, right? It's it's like an intentional practicality in a way. So it's kind of like this idea around decolonizing, even the way that we think of a lot of the healing world uh, has been emphasizing a lot around, you gotta get out of the mind, like get in your body. Yes, we do. And at the same time, it's not the mind that has to be pushed away. It's just rather a shift, a deeper invitation to allow the mind to collaborate and cooperate and work together with the body and the soul and the heart and the senses. And when we feel safe in our bodies, it's going to be much easier to redirect the mind to be cooperative because it's not now it's not trying to make up stories in order to protect us because we don't feel safe in our bodies, which is essentially, that's what our ego does. It's literally just, it, it's wanting to protect us, but it's like this annoying energy in our heads. Like, like maybe, oh no, 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 like don't do that. It's kind of like when our parents used to scare us, don't talk to strangers, they'll take you away. It's like a very fear-based programming again. So it's really not about, our humanness that's the problem like none of us are a problem to be fixed it's just simply this expansion around can I see um, myself as the whole organism and that's essentially what healing sexual energy is like it's where am I creating from and this is the body is the vessel where you create that's wonderful I'm so glad you touched on that because it's so important um I really I'm just floored because it's so like I'm I'm embracing all the energy now from you. So it's just it's incredible from the monarch temple hearing everything is so beautiful. It's really it's mind blowing the work you're doing. And I'm really excited to kind of get into that the sensuality part and the sexuality and how you know, integrating that type of wisdom into everyday practices, you know, to make it really sustainable. Um, is there any, what are your favorite types of practices that you are doing daily currently? Because I know, you know, it shifts with the seasons and being very cyclical. Um, but currently, what are some of your like daily practices or rituals that you really partake in? Oh my God, just what we did in the beginning, honestly, more than anything, honestly, that is the most important piece. Grounding. Just everyday living, yeah, grounding and really breathing into your body and calling in all parts of you. And it's amazing because it's something so simple and we hear it all the time, but there's really a shift when you invite yourself to, okay, I'm attuning to this practice to deepen my relationship with my presence right now. Because everything is, you know, our energy goes where our intention is, right? Or our intention goes where our energy goes. I don't know which one, which one, but you get the point. It's like, you set the intention and it's going to channel your energy there. That's the point. And really allowing yourself to invite that simple practice, which is something that I've been embodying since my days of nursing, as well as sex work as well. It really allows me to call myself back into my body so that I can feel safe in my body. Because when we breathe deeply down to our pelvic bowl, 
it signals our nervous system, hey, it's safe to be here. And when we're holding our breath, it's signaling to our body that it's not safe to be here. So make that conscious choice every day to just, even every day, like random times of the day, just like, okay, let me just check in with myself. Am I even breathing right now? Especially if you're concentrating. This is one of the um, practices that, um, so I have this program called Wholesome. It's a 28 day challenge, which I kind of send you text messages every day and like little challenge actions and little transmissions. And it's really awesome because it allows that small little practices to really integrate through your day. And you would never guess how much like even that little practice could bring up so much. Like it, it could bring up such a deep awareness around where you're at with the relationship between you and your body, where you're creating from and where are you half the time? Like 50% of the day, a big portion of society, not all of us, of course, like we're in our heads and above. We're not in our heads and in our body. It's always in our heads and you could even feel it when you tune into it. Oh my God, where am I? I'm like one part of me is still thinking about yesterday. The other part of me is thinking about the bill that I have to pay next month. So yeah, that would be like the simplest practice that I could offer. Yes, that's really, it's so crucial because what I've seen, and I loved how you touched on this before about how we're decolonizing a lot of these spiritual practices that are kind of almost rebranded into new age when it's not, um, when it's, you know, a lot of that it's ancestral wisdom that is being passed down, but kind of rebranded again into kind of like bite-sized pieces, which I am very much, I have strong opinions on that as well. Um, but I just, I love that being able to kind of tap into that grounding feeling is something that many people um, at least where I am locationally based, um, a lot of people don't have access to that type of higher knowledge. Let's put it that way. Where understanding that grounding and being centered in your body as a human is much more you know, valuable than many can even attest to. So I really appreciate your take on that because it's so important to understand that bringing your awareness back to yourself is key to moving forward, you know, and healing, because if you're constantly just in these loops and you're not really even giving your body and nervous system a chance to slow down and recalibrate, it's like, you're not really getting anywhere. Um, and the energy is kind of just circulating in a weird way, I feel. Yeah. Like, where are you creating from? Is really the question. Cause I, I love to put it this way, kind of like, um, the body, this, this body is the Bible chapter yet to be written. It has so many stories, like just like even the tension on your neck has something to tell. Like there are bodies that are so smart that we beyond our mind, like it, it, the body knows first before the mind even does. So it, the nervous system catch it. Just thinking about like, um, see, right. Thinking like you, if you think of an animal and we are a part of the animal kingdom, the instinct knows when it, when it senses, like my favorite things is when there's a tsunami coming, the four-legged allies aren't hanging around trying to think about, oh my God, I have to grab my phone. I have to pack my bags. They're running for the hills. You know, so my, my take on this is kind of something that I'm offering to is a concept around, yeah, where can I honor my instincts? And this is why it's so important to recalibrate our nervous system to feel safe in our bodies. Um, because we create from that sense of the primal instinct, which 
it's not even a conscious thing sometimes, you know, so it's, it's important for us to be able to attune to, oh, okay, where am I creating from? Because if I created this podcast transmission from my head, it would feel so different than if I spoke from my body right now. Complete different experience. So true. And I'm so glad everything you're touching on really just goes deeper into the layers that I want to touch on. So it's so beautiful because we could talk so much, but really um, from my take from myself of just transitioning from just the spiritual based community um, to more of integrating my own ancestral healing and mm -hmm. learning ancient wisdom and embodying, embodying techniques that help me physically. Um, that's an aspect that I've seen missing from a lot of practices where we can be very much using our abilities to channel and to be intuitive, um, but not really knowing how to get into the body and retrain that nervous system. Cause that nervous system is so key. And I've seen it so much, especially with the people I've been working with is really much, you know, being so shocked in your nervous system that you can't even pick up on intuitive hits. It's like mm -hmm. almost, it's literally physically impossible because your body's so out of alignment. Um, so it's really beautiful seeing your work because that focuses in on something so key that I feel is missing in a lot of spiritual practices. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so we're getting real deep into this. So I love that you brought that so much. It's challenging for us to get into our intuitive hints, right? Because we're so blocked off like essentially like it's just like little knots and I like to think about it this way uh, when I was in nursing I was like yeah it makes sense this is like an energetic biology in its own self because if you think about um, in the medical field uh, I used to work in the ICU and when you have a an artery block like the which is essentially like when we're contracted and our body contracted there's no flow that can come in it's the same thing like our creative life force energy our sexuality and like sexual energy is just this life energy trying to come up and we're so if we're contracted even our body language if you're kind of noticing yourself contracting your shoulders like this you're blocking your heart from opening up right and that kind of puts a damper or puts a block on your life force energy to flow and what happens when that block stays you know there's a heart attack quite literally in every way possible like not just biologically in speaks of our veins and our arteries and but it's also energetic block as well because you can't circulate that energy from source and which will come is the heart attack the shutting down of the heart so I think it's really important to yeah tapping into our intuitive energy is essentially the ability to open up our bodies and actually we go into this um in the monarch temple deeply early on we we call it the sacred whore awakening and even just that term, yeah. so i want to invite us like if you're listening to this notice to see if that term triggers you in some sort of a way if that kind of contracts your body like oh like she said a word that i didn't like like that's dirty and in ancient wisdom in the womb awakening realm it actually says that whore is a term to describe a vessel a channel which has been corrupted. And this is kind of like just, there's numerous terms like sinner actually means somebody who follows the moon. 
a prostitute actually is an offering to the altar, like a, an, an altar to the God. So it's really interesting when you look deep into the origins of those words. And same thing with the word mind, with I think the origin is Greek, and that word actually meant um, the eyes of the heart. So it's really interesting to think about those corrupted, like how it's been mistranslated time and time over again. Um, but yeah, so the sacred whore activation is literally allowing your body to be the divine vessel, like the channel to receive, or rather, you know, if you're not into these fancy terms around it, but literally just allowing yourself to connect to something bigger than yourself so that you know you don't have to do this alone because the truth is you're always supported it's just a matter of can I tap into it can I tap into the support and receive it yes that's wonderful it's really it's so crucial to understand that because a lot of people starting off on possibly their spiritual journeys or wanting to dig deeper into any sort of healing focusing in on that embodiment is so key um, and I've seen it, you know, a lot, especially with, you know, myself and my sexuality, being able to embrace that creative power has helped me so much, but I was very unconscious where I didn't know how to channel it. I had no idea and it was ruining my life. <laughs> and it was really completely, I was my own worst enemy when I was not in control of any of that sexual energy so and learning that through that embodiment work has been key for me as well yeah it's interesting you bring that up because we're always creating something like that's undeniable and the question is what are you creating and what body are you creating that through because I like to think of the body again as a channel right as a vessel so it's like if you're filtering all of that energy through a body that's programmed with trauma you're going to create exactly that reflection outside of you. And when you, when you allow your body to receive from a place of gratitude and the place of being, okay, it's safe for me to exist on this planet earth and it's okay. And I'm held and provided. You completely change the paradigm of where you're like, where you're channeling that energy from and you completely change your external environment, which is, yeah, it's, it's really interesting how these things it, it really is. And it's, you know, I've seen that that collective shift happen really where, you know, exploring those traumas and, you know, tracing them back to the body and healing the body, like has, you know, really showed a lot of people the way to spirituality I've seen. Um, so, you know, them starting from a place where they need to take care of that physical vessel. And then it kind of transcends to the, the mind and the spirit and they kind of get a hold of everything. Um, and I love when we talk about the mind and using the mind like more as a tool and knowing that it's just part of our whole anatomy. It's not something to be demonized as you know just an ego. Um, so I love that we talk about that as well. And you really go into that with your work. Yeah, I mean, shit, our intellectuality is a gift, right? There's nothing to be pushed away. So I think a shadow or I like to say this now, like a deeper awareness to gain around a lot of what's happening in the spiritual community and the new age community, as you say, it's like there is still a sense of separation when we program it that way. And the idea is like, well, separation 
got us to where we are today and we know what it's like right now in the world right we're, we're all aware you know there's no no such thing as bypassing here either in the monarch temple like really want to look at those things and just like hey this too is a reflection of you even if it's happening all the way across the world so where inside of ourselves can we shift into that deeper greater self-love embracing everything that we are so yeah yes that's really um and that's been important, especially on, for my own healing journey um, and embracing that the fact that many of that external reflections, you know, really come in to teach me so much more, you know, and every time and I'm met with like a deeper layer of myself and it's so beautiful. Um, but in order for me to even get to that point, I had to go through so much nervous system retraining because I was so blocked off again. Like I was unable to do that on a physical level. And it's so interesting because for my own journey, I was mentally very in tune, but physically not, you know, from the trauma. So my mind was very wanting to do something consciously, but my body couldn't even calibrate to that type of energy. So I had to do it, you know, really go into that embodiment work first. <laughs> and I was like pushed into doing that because that was like the only way I could really kind of align my energy. But, um, and that's, again, I keep saying, I was really drawn to your work when I first came across your page and seeing the work you do is so critical and important to the type of healing that I want to see for the planet happen in the future. Like this is the healing we need. Um, and the type of guiding and coaching that we truly desire. Oh, Molly, thank you for that. Um, yeah, oh my God, something was coming through. Let me tune in for a second. Yeah, I mean, you shared like a little bit about your journey and how like essentially trauma kind of became an awakening gift, right? And in a yes. sense, this is something that we look into as well in this temple space, like in the Oracle, you know, a teaching around the tantric path of living, really seeing everything as a gift, as an expander. Um, and that may be tough for some people sometimes because you know what, bad shit does happen and it really sucks. Um, and I've had those things happen to me too. And the idea is the invitation around it, especially when it comes to sexual healing, there's a lot of sexual trauma. Like, oh, I just feel things in my body and just feel the chills like happening all over my left side right now. It's remembering like where, the things that I went through as well to get here and essentially it was kind of like what you said you know there was no choice but for me to actually like mend this relationship with my body which is something that could be a scary place for a lot of people um, especially when there's sexual violence involved and all these things you know we all have our own stories and and at the same time I really have to say it's definitely the most beautiful journey and it's worth every every little bit of tear and screams that may come out with it you know because fuck like it's painful it's 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 a lot and I want to acknowledge that people who are listening to this may be feeling some of that come up too and know that there's beauty in it that in there too and that you know we're not a problem to be fixed it's just simply an invitation to remember our power each and every time it's to calibrate us to our deeper power like being able to pull ourselves back from situations that may feel like it's brought us to pieces you know like what like think about like what are the most painful times of my life and how have I pulled myself through that and uh, something that wanted to come through a lot wants to come through I've like tried to remember and trying to tune into 
what well, what what else was there around that? Um, yeah, really like acknowledgement, and you brought up around like needing to calibrate your body there, and this is something that the monarch temple really believes in is recalibrating our bodies to feel safe to receive pleasure love and abundance once again because again this is a lot of trauma in in this world and you know especially like for the queer and bipoc bifog like i call by a black indigenous femmes of color community too you know and essentially to all human beings really um doesn't matter what color or what gender we are but it's just yeah so again just honored I guess to be steward here yes and your work is very much needed and it's needed across so many different platforms and realms and realities um and that's what I've been seeing you know intuitively with the collective shift where this healing that we're doing especially with women um, I do focus on women for my channeling as well, but as humans in general, we are creating this shift in how we show up for our bodies and how we reclaim those parts of ourselves that may have been really oppressed or hidden or abused and how we're bringing to light those traumas, but using them to rewrite our stories and reclaim where we're going with that energy because it's really you know so many people have had a lot of that taken away from them and mm -hmm. i i know you can probably attest to so many stories yeah for sure i mean taking our power back is really that's really the main invitation here isn't it like you know there's so many stories but ultimately the commonality is like can you see the deeper invitation around this too okay how can i take my power back even in the most painful situation because when we don't we're simplest way to put it is you're giving your power away and really not a lot by doing that you're essentially what's the word to put it sort of cheating your own ability to create the difference that you can actually serve the world that you can actually offer to this world and that essentially is tapping into our creative energy and our sexual energy again you know because it's it is something so primal that is all inside of us and you spoke about oppression and all this it's you know it, it, did I say the word right yeah yes yeah, okay <laughs> sometimes so, so with the creative energy when it's oppressed it's which runs quite rampant in society right now we see the effects outside of us like what what happens is how violence are created because it's a really powerful energy and when we put a cap on it and not allow it to flow and then when it's flowing, it goes through this things around like anger, scarcity, fear, programming, trauma, programming. You're creating a coexistence around like, oh my God, I have to survive. I have to do this. And that's how, there's a powerful saying, if everyone's pelvis was softer, there will be no more wars. Wow. It, you know, which I think is like super powerful. And, and if every woman, every bleeder in this world learns how to relate back to their blood their menstrual blood their moon blood and learn how to give it back to the earth there will no longer be blood needed to be shed so I thought that was like a really powerful we may be like going on way of attention but <laughs> I just thought it was like a really powerful concept on why this womb awakening and attuning back to our wombs and our hearts and our creative energy 
instead of demonizing it, there's a lot of religious programming, right? Sexual shame and like, oh my God, like slut shaming, all of this. But it's really the invitation is can you see that energy is your beautiful creative energy and your erotic energy back to its erotic innocence? Like, can it just be, oh my God, I'm so excited to create this with you? Yeah, you feel turned on. Like, that's a thing. I was like, yeah, you want to feel turned on when you're about to launch a business and, you know, meet somebody or get to know somebody. Cause if you're turned the fuck off and you're like shut down, it's, it's probably your instincts telling you like, this is not it. Now, the question is around can I recalibrate? my body to receiving pleasure, love, and abundance, because a lot of us feel safe in the discomfort. And that alone is an interesting thing to tap into. Yes, that's really key as well. You know, and when we retrain ourselves to kind of embrace that expansion as love and not fear, it's really, you know, those shifts can really be hard for a lot of people. Um, and I love that you, you touched on the idea, you know, the fact, not even the idea, the fact that, you know, that sexual energy when we're creating and creating from a place of wholeness and just, you know, starting from there, it's anything you do is untouchable, you know, because it becomes from you. And that is, you know, that source energy where whatever you're putting your whole embodied soul into it's really going to flourish as you but it, it again it's that tapping in and out of that fear of breaking free of your own limitations of letting yourself kind of experience life with all the sensual pleasure yeah exactly i mean sex right sacred energy exchange sex that is what it is essentially and can you and really tuning into what's sacred is again giving from that place of wholeness because you can't give anything from an empty cup like that we've all heard that so many times in so many ways and the same thing you can't give anything from a cap that's like the bottle the cap is closed there's nothing coming out you know so really tuning into that can I allow myself to open my channel open my body and feel safe to be here to receive pleasure love and abundance and thus I'm able to show up even more now you know not only for myself but also for people around me and it's interesting I was really called to share this um as well there's there's a fascinating study another embodiment coach madeline moon did a podcast with a woman and they went into the history of a lot of the cervixes of women of color and other caucasian based species of women um, where their cervixes were very much you know they were very tightened and they were not expansive they didn't allow for expansion um and it was seen in the like biology when they were doing these studies of these human bodies and it's so interesting the cultural you know conditioning that people women experience everyone experiences on how you embrace sexuality and how you express it and how our bodies as humans have evolved over time to either allow for expansion or not allow for expansion. It's just so interesting. Um, Cause really, you know, we get into that spiritual embodiment as well, but when we do connect it to our generational or ancestral, wherever your lineage may even be on planet earth um, or however you may identify with, you know, your bloodline, it is interesting to see how that trickles down and, you know, where you may feel disconnected from your sexuality, because it really can be so inherited again with the womb, the womb space and 
everything you know you do with clearing out a lot of that energy is so needed right now because in order to create whatever's to come we can't really hold on to those old paradigms yeah i mean shit the womb the cervix is the portal of birth right that's literally where thing like where we came out like every human being in this world came from that portal and I love that you touched upon womb healing and generational because womb healing is generational healing. We always say when you heal your womb, you heal seven generations before and after. Um, and in any healing modality, actually, you know, same thing. It's just, there's definitely like beauty around that as well. Being able to be willing to be the one to step into this journey and to even and this provides like this invites a greater understanding and a deeper conversation around the fact that cervical dearmoring isn't just about sexual pleasure and deeper orgasms like fuck yes like we all want that you know like why not empowered orgasms all the way and at the same time as you heal that a lot of the stuff like you said what we harbor and when we think about our pussies or right, our vaginas our um and our cervix just like our bodies, it holds tension and every tension has a story, has its own story. And it's not like something we could just go to a massage parlor, like, can I have a pelvic massage today? So really think, and some people, this is not even in the awareness of that. Exactly. And, it, and we have this thing in our root chakra, you know, and, and we can go about an anal dearmoring as well. Like there's that as well in the monarch temple. So we can go everywhere with this conversation. But really understanding the importance around what's there is also affecting what we're creating. And that's actually really essential because if you understand the chakra system as well, the energy moves up, right? So how what's going on down there? It's really important. And this is where kind of sexuality, like sexual healing and sensuality healing could really bring in a wholesome experience to our wholesome journey, um, to our yeah holistic healing journey in general, because you're right. Like oftentimes people start with the fitness, like the eating healthy, like, cause that's how I started too. I was yeah. a fitness and um, yeah, a fitness coach actually for the longest time and helping people with detox. So it's just, it seems to be a natural progression that it happens to be this way. Yes. And I've seen that so collectively um, that that is the shift, you know, when you are really called to do that body work, that you can start from that like base level and like retrain, you know, at each layer. But I've really, I've noticed that, you know, a lot of people who do start with the health and fitness, I started as a health coach as well. So it's really, and you kind of end up embodying your work, you know, you embody who you are. So you evolve um, and people who are really into the self-development and finding a core, a core driving soul connection is really, I thought was more common than most, but it's really not, unfortunately. Um, but I've seen people are really kind of awakening to this new way of being where they're not so much forcing what's unnecessary and the choices they're making are aligning. And that's just the energy that I've been feeling, especially with this whole year is people stepping into their soul purpose and their missions and really finding that healing that they need and being, you know, connected with other people who are on those same frequencies. Yeah, big time. And really, yeah, an embodied connection is something that I'm, that where that wants to come through just beyond 
I like I don't know why this wants to come through but like even the idea of masterminds like masterminds like what if it's you know an embodied connection connecting again from this place of wholesomeness being being deeply connected to our center power which is essentially it's here it's not like here and every I mean it's here and everywhere else too but of course we get to be rooted into our bodies as well you know from our minds down to our root chakra like where are we in that sense and that will create the things that are in our highest alignment because something around alignment that I want to offer today is also we are always in alignment it's a question of what are you aligning yourself to (laughs) is the real question so I'm like yeah I mean if it's just because like oftentimes people will say and I've heard my clients say this too like oh my god I'm really feeling out of alignment everything is a shit show I'm like but wait a second you're always in alignment because you're a powerful being everything you say comes true everything you everything comes true I'm like you're you're outside again you mentioned this like it's literally just showing you exactly what's happening inside and whether you want to shift that or not it's it's up to you and but being in a situation where it necessarily doesn't feel good doesn't always mean like you're not in alignment it actually just means like okay maybe I can shift and expand my alignment elsewhere because right now this is what I'm aligned to and that essentially is again taking your power back instead of it being this whole like oh man like I'm so in distress and nothing's working out for me I'm out of alignment like nothing I can do so yeah Yes, that's really, and that's the theme that I've been feeling this whole Aries new moon is that, you know, reclaiming that sovereignty that you have, where you are, you know, co-creating with the universe, you know, you are not so much that victim. Um, You can choose to not do that, like dance where you're constantly feeling like you're in this push and pull, you can instead, you know, look at it from that higher perspective and use those really hard moments to kind of expand. And just really shift because when we do that, again, we get into that deeper level of embodiment and you kind of retrain yourself slowly to just be. Yes. Oh my God, this is powerful. Ah, everything about this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I squealed. Um, it's, yeah. So something we spoke about in Wholesome, the tribe journey, and I love this journey so much because again, it's simple shifts, but wow, it brings up so much expansion. And something we spoke about is because through the simple prompts every day, people are noticing, oh my God, like I notice, wow, like I notice that my body's really accustomed to trauma and I still get to process through a lot. And I mean, I'm like experiencing a lot of challenges and we kind of concluded this yeah, like challenges are where greater creativity blooms when you allow it to. It, like, are you going to stop there or are you going to feel into like, okay, what is this really showing me? And something that's really a powerful practice that I've been leading us through is like seeing in between the lines in the story. So sometimes in the society, we kind of get caught up in the story, right? We kind of like, like, again, that's the rumination, the loop around, (laughs) like, oh my God, like this, this happened, this happened, this story, but really like what's behind that? Because the medicine is behind the story, what you're going to alchemize through that story. So allowing essentially really even developing that greater relationship with the challenges we have in life, which is essentially what Tantra is, like being in oneness with all. It's really, it really allows you to, again, deeper tapping into embodiment and creative energy and allowing to see, okay, well, this doesn't work. 
I'm not going to ruminate around it, but let me see what else can, because obviously this wasn't it and it's always this or better. So where am I going next <laughs> in a way? Yes, that's really, I love that so much because it's this or better. That's such a beautiful way of putting it. That's something I've been using um, really an affirmation I've been using so much is, yes. you know, it can only get better from here you know, and you don't really have to, you know, hit that rock bottom when you're on these kind of waves of healing, when you're going into the depths of, you know, pain or trauma you may be carrying, where it's like, it doesn't have to be so up and down. You can really just expand and shift into that conscious moment and find your bliss right there. You know, you don't have to keep chasing that feeling of healing. You can just be here and enjoy where you are. Yeah, exactly. Letting go of that grasping mm -hmm. is honestly like true bliss. Yes. Love it. Wow. So thank you so much for being here. I loved hearing everything you have to share and your work is phenomenal. Um, if you would also like to share your program that's currently running and I know you have some other offerings as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you so much for the invitation and thank you for receiving this fully 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 so um so yeah you can find me my instagram handle is at i.m.hara and the www.themonarchtemple.com has all the links and everything how to find me uh, also a beautiful telegram channel which like has community meditation uh every bi-weekly and gratitude circles um the weeks in between that so there's something happening every week um, and right now also I have a group program which is called wholesome and that's a 28 day journey um, and I plan to keep this ongoing um, we're probably going to have different themes um, coming forth but it, it's essentially every day you have a little text prompt easy easy things to do to be to have to explore um, to really, yeah, greatly expand your healing between your body and your mind and your soul, a deeper alignment and really stepping into that tantric path of living in the most easeful and graceful way. And I love this program so much because I'm also going through it with the people in it. So as I'm channeling it, I'm also doing the prompts and it's just been eons, like really, wow, like it, it doesn't always have to require a two hour Zoom ceremony. And it's, Honestly, that's what's important anyway, embodying these teachings outside of the Zoom calls, right outside of the, like the yoga off the mat is essentially what wholesome is. So, and it's super accessible as well. Um, and the other offering that I have right now is a self-paced course called Ease. And it's an invitation to connect with your heart, your womb, and your yoni. It's a five-week journey. And last but not least, the creme de la creme, you work with me one-on-one -on -one, and there's nothing like this journey. We really go deep, energy healing, sexual healing. It's a wholesome path of healing altogether. Um, and yeah, and it's going to expand you in so many ways possible and really attune to that creative energy from within in a way that you feel nourished, deeply provided, held and safe in your body and you feel juicy and loved and pleasure and yeah, all sorts of yumminess to create. So thank you so much for letting me share all that. <laughs> of course. And thank you again for being here. And everyone, you can, of course, I'll link her all, all over. So check her out and be sure to tune in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>